Hello everyone. So I'm going to do a mixture of reading briefly, but mostly speaking off the top of my head without reading nor writing anything. So let me talk about the dangers of celebrity worship syndrome. Celebrity worship syndrome has its own objectification which is the act of treating a celebrity as an object or a thing. Celebrity worship syndrome has its own dehumanization, which is the act of disavowing the humanity of celebrities. Celebrity worship syndrome has its own sexual objectification, which is the act of treating a celebrity as a mere object of sexual desire. Celebrity worship syndrome has its own self-objectification, which is the objectification of one's celebrity self. Celebrity worship syndrome has its own reification, which is the objectification of celebrities' social relationships. Celebrity worship syndrome has its own instrumentality, treating the celebrity as a tool for another's purposes. Celebrity worship syndrome has its own denial of autonomy, treating the celebrity as lacking in autonomy or self-determination. Celebrity worship syndrome has its own inertness, Treating the celebrity as lacking in agency or activity. Celebrity worship syndrome has its own fungibility. Treating the celebrity as interchangeable with parentheses other objects. Celebrity worship syndrome has its own viability. Treating the celebrity as lacking in boundary, integrity, and viable as something that is permissible to break up, smash, break into. Celebrity worship syndrome has, has its own ownership, treating the celebrity as though they can be owned, bought, or sold such as slavery. Celebrity worship syndrome has its own denial of subjectivity treating the celebrity as though there is no need for concern for their experiences or feelings. Celebrity worship syndrome has its own reduction to body. The treatment of a celebrity as identified with their body or body parts. Celebrity worship syndrome has its own reduction to appearance. The treatment of a celebrity primarily in terms of how they look or how they appear to the senses. Celebrity worship syndrome has its own silencing. The treatment of a celebrity as if they are silent, lacking the capacity to, to speak. Celebrity worship syndrome has its own commodification, which means treating a celebrity as a commodity 
or an object without regard to their personality or dignity. So I had to recognize that when you are within celebrity culture, all of these compound celebrity traumas often occur. And what I have learned is that because I overcame all of these kinds of compound traumas that happened to me at five years of age, I am not alone in keeping these traumas from resurfacing because now I have a team of healthy people around me. I have people around me that are not easily impressed by me at all whatsoever. They're not easily impressed by what I, what my possessions are at all whatsoever. They're impressed by me in terms of my nobility of my true character. They're not easily impressed by compliments, by gifts, and by people being kind to me. They're, they are impressed by sincerity, wellness, wholesomeness, and sweetness of one's genuine heart. So, when when Jennifer Lopez had that song, Don't Be Fooled by the Rocks That I Got, I'm Still, I'm still Jenny from the Block, I have the same mentality. I don't have any rocks. Unlike J-Lo, because... As you all know, I love minimalism and simple living. I love the simple life. But I'm still Tonio from the block. Whether I have little or I have a lot, no matter where I go, you you know where I, I know where I came from. I have the exact same mentality. I know what it's like to have a little. And even though in the future I'm gonna have the money to have a lot, I'm still not going to have a lot because again, I don't like to have a lot of possessions. I don't like to have a lot of items. I don't like to have a lot of things. I don't like to have a lot of baggage. Um, I like to keep my living area as clutter-free as possible. I'm not a pigsty kind of person. I'm a neat freak. And I'm also a person that likes to actually remember where all my things are instead of looking through my closet or looking through my, or rummaging through my belongings going, I have too much stuff. I don't like to get more stuff to pile on to my stuff. I'm not a stuffy person. 
And so what I want to be understood is that um, also when you are a uh, celebrity too, this is what I've learned. A lot of times, you know, a lot of times um, when I have learned about the celebrity world, I've also learned that many times when you do festivals, it could be festivals to promote television shows and films that may have won Academy Awards, Grammys, Oscars, Tonys, primetime type of awards. Many people will try to get you to promote the films and the television programs as free labor. And I'm, I'm very disheartened by that because if we are going to be about economic equality, economic justice, economic liberation, and economic equity, then those four ways of being against economic discrimination is how the celebrity should be treated. I think they should pay you to promote. If I have to spend, if I, if I have, if I'm being told you may have to miss recitals, your kids' extracurricular activities at school, parent-teacher conferences, and other people have to who are part of the celebrities' team of good people have to go in my place instead to those things. That way, my child can still feel like, well, at least mommy or daddy's team is here and that my parents are with me in spirit, then I should be compensated. If I have to spend that free time I could have been with my loved ones, my friends, my family, you need to pay me extra. Put all that in the contract to begin with. Look, if you're saying I have to do everything related to this film, this television show, pay me all the money up front or pay me in increments, that way I can still take care of myself, I can take care of my family, I can still have a social life with my friends, I can still assist in volunteering efforts, and I can still go out of my way to make sure that all of the bills are properly paid for, including taxes. So when I hear about these film festivals, television festivals, I'm thinking to myself, okay, anything involving 
that work, anything involving that kind of work and just work in general, you should fairly, regularly, and kindly pay people. And what I've noticed is about that the Hollywood world that has really aggravated me is they can be very cliquish to the point where they won't tell you all the people that you may have pissed off whether unintentionally or intentionally because that's how some people not get opportunities like if you have done auditions for any kind of television show or movies and let's say it's obvious that you should get the role they may not pick you because they're intimidated by you they're intimidated by your giftings they're intimidated by your charisma they're intimidated by the fact that you're better at leadership than they are. So they'll come up with foolish reasons not to pick you. And none of those reasons make sense at all. Or you may be dating someone and you not know, oh, that's so-and-so's spouse or so-and-so's life partner and let's say you have sex you don't you you didn't know that that person was in a committed relationship with somebody else because in the world of Hollywood not everybody's honest about their love life and their sex life so you may find that person may tell you later or they may call out their life partner spouse's name during active sex. Or they may accidentally, you know, drop a wallet or and you see and the Reading Wing comes out of it. Or somehow you may see a text message and you find out they're married. Because some of the ways they talk to each other, you figure out through text, it could be overhearing their phone call and they're trying their best to keep their voice down because they don't want you to know they're in a relationship with somebody else. Or their purse or bag may fall and their part, their life partner or spouse's picture falls out and that's how you figure it out. Or they may not even tell you that they have kids. You know, and you're wondering why they gone so long and then you figure out, oh, they're actually a father or they're actually a mother, you know, or they're a non-binary parent. And you're stunned because in Hollywood, people want to do, a lot of people want to do what they want to do. And if they're like, look, I know I'm in, I know I'm in a relationship that's serious. I already know I'm a parent, but if I want to have sex, I'll just be as secretive as possible, but I'm going to do what I plan to do, and I don't care how it impacts people, but people are imparted from it. That's how some people are. 
that's what I've noticed in that kind of world. These things have actually happened to be based upon me interacting with people who have worked in the Hollywood world because I, I live in D.C., so I interact with all kinds of people. I've actually talked to people who've had these kinds of experiences where, you know, they knew um, people who've had these experiences and they don't mind me knowing, they don't mind you knowing that I'm telling you all these things because these things do need to be resolved and solved. And I've noticed that sometimes they find out their life partner's cheating because during the act of sex, they notice that their partner is disinterested, bump on the log, bored, looking elsewhere, looking up to the ceiling, looking to the wall, tilting their head to the side. And, they, and they'll all of a sudden try to have the sex to be robust, but they call out their side piece's name in the act of sex. And that's how some people figured out they're being cheated on. Um, I've noticed that in the Hollywood world too, there can be a competitiveness Okay, who has the best-looking spouse, the best-looking life partner, the best-looking side piece? It could be uh, an informal costume contest, or it could be, hey, I'll give you a movie role or a television role because your partner or your spouse or your adult children are just dreamy and gorgeous and luscious that does happen in that kind of world some roles are given to you simply because of how you look even if you lack nobility and character some people Hollywood just don't care do you look good yeah all right cool I'll pay you you can be an asshole or to be politically correct a jerk but they don't give a fuck, or to be politically correct, they just don't care. And so what I've noticed is that um, that's how that world truly operates. Um, in that world, um, let me be honest with you about what can happen. And... Um, Okay, I'll read one more time because this just has to be said. So, in the celebrity culture has abuse of authority. Celebrity culture has abuse of corpse. Celebrity culture has abuse of discretion. Celebrity culture has abuse of dominance. Celebrity culture has abuse of indulgences. Celebrity culture has abuse of information. Celebrity culture has abuse of power. Celebrity culture has abuse of process. Celebrity culture has abuse of rank. Celebrity culture has abuse of statistics. Celebrity culture has abuse of trust. Celebrity culture has abuse of supervision. 
Celebrity culture as academic abuse, celebrity culture as adolescent abuse, celebrity culture as adult abuse, celebrity culture as alcohol use disorder, celebrity culture as animal abuse, celebrity culture as antisocial behavior, celebrity culture as bullying, celebrity culture as character assassination, celebrity culture as child abuse, celebrity culture as child sexual abuse, celebrity culture as child on child sexual abuse, celebrity culture as civil rights abuse. Celebrity culture as clandestine abuse, celebrity culture as clerical abuse, celebrity culture as cyber abuse or cyber bullying, celebrity culture as dating abuse or dating violence, celebrity culture as defamation, celebrity culture as disability abuse, celebrity culture as discriminatory abuse, celebrity culture as domestic abuse or domestic violence, celebrity culture as economic abuse. Celebrity culture as elder abuse, celebrity culture as emotional abuse, celebrity culture as employee abuse, celebrity culture as false accusations, celebrity culture as flag abuse, celebrity culture as gaming the system, celebrity culture as gaslighting, celebrity culture as gay abuse or gay bashing, celebrity culture as harassment, celebrity culture as hate crimes, celebrity culture as hazing, celebrity culture as human rights abuses, celebrity culture as Humiliation, celebrity culture as institutional abuse, celebrity culture as incivility, celebrity culture as insult, celebrity culture as intimidation, celebrity culture as legal abuse, celebrity culture as market abuse, celebrity culture as military abuse, celebrity culture as medical abuse, celebrity culture as mind abuse or mind control, celebrity culture as misconduct, celebrity culture as mobbing, celebrity culture as narcissistic abuse. Celebrity culture as neglect, celebrity culture as negligence, celebrity culture as parental abuse by children, celebrity culture as parental abuse of children, celebrity culture as passive aggressive behavior, celebrity culture as patient abuse, celebrity culture as pe- persecution, celebrity culture as peer abuse, celebrity culture as physical abuse, celebrity culture as torture, Celebrity culture as police abuse, celebrity culture as political abuse, celebrity culture as prejudice, celebrity culture as prison abuse or prisoner abuse, celebrity culture as professional abuse, celebrity culture as psychological abuse, celebrity culture as racial abuse, celebrity culture as ragging, celebrity culture as rape, celebrity culture as relational aggression, celebrity culture as religious abuse, celebrity culture as rudeness. Celebrity culture has ritual abuses, celebrity culture as school abuse. School bullying, celebrity culture as sectarian abuse, celebrity culture as self abuse, celebrity culture as sexual abuse, celebrity culture as sexual bullying, celebrity culture as sibling abuse, celebrity culture as smear campaigns, celebrity culture as spiritual abuse, celebrity culture as stalking, celebrity culture as structural abuse, celebrity culture as substance use disorder, celebrity culture as gambling addiction, celebrity culture has mental illnesses. Celebrity culture as disorders, celebrity culture as diagnosis, celebrity culture as conditions. Celebrity culture as nicotine addiction, celebrity culture as surveillance abuse, celebrity culture as taunting, celebrity culture as teacher abuse, celebrity culture as teasing, celebrity culture as telephone abuse, celebrity culture as terrorism, celebrity culture as transgender abuse or trans bashing, celebrity culture as umpire abuse. Celebrity culture as verbal abuse or verbal attacks. Celebrity culture as whispering campaigns. Celebrity culture as workplace abuse or workplace bullying. Celebrity culture as coercive power. Celebrity culture as abusive power and control. Celebrity culture as characteristics and styles of abuse. Celebrity culture as psychological characteristics of abusers. Celebrity culture as effects of abuse on victims. So yes. Celebrity culture does have its dark side, absolutely. And, um, 
And you're probably wondering, but Antonio, why are you immersing yourself in celebrity culture to reform it? Not to keep it the way that it's been. And okay, I'm officially done reading, so the rest of this episode I'm talking off the top of my head. Here we go. So what I've learned is that it is so important that many people even realize that if you're not careful, celebrity culture can have organized crime to it. I'll just say it off the top of my head what I mean. In celebrity culture, if you surround yourself with the wrong people, you can get into imprisonment in certain places of the world, death penalty for, it could be robberies, it could be murders, it could be violence. Those are the three biggest crimes, organized crime, violence, robbery, and murders. You could also add in trafficking. You could also add in bootlegging, right? You could also add in being busted with sex workers. I mean, Celebrity culture does have these things that happen in it. And the wrong place, the wrong time, the wrong people, the wrong situation, the wrong events, the wrong environments, the wrong situations, all those things can happen if you're not careful with um, the people that you spend time with. And what I have noticed about that kind of world is that there's a lot of hateration, jealousy, and envy. Because when you're a celebrity, a lot of people want the attention that you have. They want to look like you. They want to talk like you. They want to be you. It's not enough for them to just be like you. Because they feel like if I have everything this other person has, then that means that somehow my traumas are are, um, healed. But publicity is not necessarily therapeutic. It can be, but don't depend on publicity for your healing. And that's the grave danger of mistake that people impose upon themselves consciously, in other cases, unconsciously, in other cases, subconsciously. So what I've learned to do in regards to what has happened, um, I recognize that I'm mindful of why some people want to be bothered with me. And I'm also mindful of the fact that when you're a public figure, there are many people who see you as worthy of extortion by extortionists. 
those who want to infringe upon your your likeness and your imagery. In other words, this is what they desire. And this is so important. In celebrity culture, there are many people who want to victimize you with copyright infringement without impunity. They think that's how it works. And they get appalled by you if you actually sue them or press criminal charges on them. They feel like I could take all your stuff and make it my stuff or word it a little bit differently. And still, I can financially gain because of this. But when a celebrity utilizes their economic authority and their self-image power, a lot of people look at the celebrities and say, who the fuck are you to legally punish me? Who the hell are you to legally sanction me, to lawfully sanction me? That's how they feel. But it must be done nevertheless, nonetheless, you know, because you can't take over somebody's whole life just because the world is reacting to them in the multitudes instead of you. And what I've learned about that celebrity culture world A lot of times, in order to stay successful, red flags are ignored, red herrings are ignored, cautionary tales are ignored, stranger danger is ignored, the bullshit detector is ignored, the lie detector is ignored. The body language expertise is ignored. The verbal language expertise is ignored. The danger zones are ignored. The warning signs are ignored. The warning symbols are ignored too. Because if you 
for example, let's say you're sick. Some people in Hollywood will say you have to work through your sickness, even if you're too sick to work, they'll be like, well, you have to figure it out. Because if you don't come into work, we'll give you a role and the money we tend to give you to somebody else. So some people, especially if they're black, feel like, well, white Hollywood, it doesn't offer a lot of roles to us. So I have to find a way to work without having COVID-19 symptoms come upon me. So they try their best not to get sick and they're trying their best to work without getting sick. And some people pull it off, but most of them cannot. So I got work through my sickness. And y'all have me do more than what my contract says, even though I fulfilled all of what is called my contractual obligations. So in Hollywood, the films and the television productions is centered on institutional discrimination, structural discrimination, ageism, caste systems, class systems, dialect discrimination, ableism, genetic discrimination, texturism, height discrimination, linguistic discrimination, lookism, sanism, racism, colorism, scientific racism, rankism, sexism, sexual orientation discrimination, speciesism, sizeism, and viewpoint discrimination. So, yes, within Hollywood, there is discriminatory traditions, discriminatory policies, discriminatory ideas, discriminatory practices, discriminatory laws, discriminatory institutions, discriminatory systems, because it's its own discrimination industry. So I have noticed when it comes to the world of Hollywood that some people in Hollywood are threatened by those who engage in the consisting of efforts to promote, impede, direct, or intervene in social, political, economic, or environmental reform with the desire to make changes in society toward a perceived greater good. Activism advocacy. Some people in Hollywood are for it, but a lot are not for it. They don't mind you having an opinion. They don't want you to share your opinion because they want to make their money and not let your positions on social issues impede the money. They want you to be apolitical. 
your political then they get upset by that. If you're open about a political party member, they go ape shit on that. And um What I later determined In that celebrity culture world, actually, there are, there usually isn't people to give you the individual attention to give you the mentoring in Hollywood that a, a person starting out needs. For example, You're not going to know right away who to talk to, not to talk to. Some people figure out as they go, and some people do have that Hollywood mentoring, but that's few in number. You learn where your parking space is and is not. Um, The easy way or the hard way. Um... You learn that when it comes to some people, trial and error is usually how you learn, okay, these are my friends, these are my colleagues, these are my best friends, these are my true friends, these are my close friends, these are my associates, these are my acquaintances, these are my co-workers, these are my hangout buddies, these are my talk buddies, these are my small talk buddies, here are the people that I glance and wave at, here are the people that I just am of cordiality with, um, and, and, and then you, you've learned who to keep it strictly business with and who not. Um, You learn who to do business deals with, who never to do business deals with. You've learned to read people very well. And um, in certain cases, there's a lot of code switching. Some people have the ability to mix in with all crowds and some people go, I don't want to be in any kind of world. I just want to be me. Whoever vibes with me, fine. Whoever doesn't, it doesn't matter. So you have people who feel those kinds of ways. And um, when I think about that kind of world, too, some people pay for your hotels. Some people have you pay for your own hotels. The same goes for motels. Some people have it good where people's homes is their lodging. And there are levels 
of fame. Depending upon who you're connected to, depending upon what type of fame world you're in. You can be global icon all the way to local fame. There's state fame, city fame, country fame, national fame, continental fame, island fame. Right? There's county fame and... um, And then I remember that um, some people are famous in one industry, multiple industries. Some people are famous in one system, um, multiple systems. What I've learned is that in that world of uh, celebrity, um, sometimes the women have it the easiest. Sometimes the men have it the easiest. It depends upon what is set up for the women and what is set up for the men. Um, And then when I look at that world of being celebrity, it has always been a world where um, it can be incredibly lonely. What I mean is this. When you are a person that may have come from the not-so-best beginnings, you may be tempted to toss aside your principles because you feel like, or made to feel like, you will never be at the Hollywood mountaintop if you don't do what they want you to do. Some people go, hell no. Some people go, hell yeah. Some people go, Well, as long as it's not going to cost me too much. So what I have truly, truly understood is that some people act brand new in a bad way and some people are brand new in a good way. Your true character is shown even within that world of Hollywood. And I can honestly tell you that the Christian celebrity worship syndrome is no different than the secular celebrity worship syndrome, too. I mean, to be honest with you, Christian celebrity culture is just as concerning as secular celebrity culture. They have the exact same problems, the exact same issues, the exact same conflicts. No perfection to either of them. 
at all. Meaning, the celebrity culture of the Christian one and secular one are flawed. The celebrity worship syndrome of the secular one and Christian one are flawed too. Look at that kind of world, too. I recognize that when it comes to the importance of compromise in a celebrity culture world, you may be seen as more of a reputation slash economic threat than as a human being with rights and dignity. In the celebrity culture world, when the stakes are high, it is difficult to stand up for what is right and to take a knee for what is right. And it is easy to see other celebrities or other um, entities connected to celebrities as opponents, as problems to be solved rather than as people to be respected. A lot of people in the celebrity culture world are not people of real courage. They don't do the right thing no matter what the consequences. They let the naysaying crowd roar that's why they buckle and a lot of people in slavery culture are knowing what is right but decide to do what is wrong in the slavery culture world world don't discount the effects of peer pressure when you have a difficult decision to make in a celebrity culture world realize beforehand that the right decision could have unpleasant consequences, social rejection, career derailment, public ridicule. Then think of your elders within the celebrity culture world and resolve to stand up for what is right, take a knee for, for what is right, no matter what other people pressure you to do. In the celebrity culture world, you may have to risk losing your position. It could be already shaky, already not shaky, either way. It's okay to be integrous, to be substantive. public figure too
it's so important to remember this. In the celebrity culture world, like excited spectators, we can't wait to see suffering stopped and justice corrected and prosperity begun. In the celebrity culture world, we must not let our personal desires catch us up in the celebration and shouting lest we miss the meaning of effective morality in the celebrity culture world in our excitement and celebration we must remember that effective morality involves hard times and uneasy moments And we have to understand that in the celebrity culture world, human fickleness is real. To make life better, safer, more enjoyable does not mean the foregoing of your values in order for that to happen. celebrity culture world we have to understand how fickle crowds can be because that is a part of the human condition the human nature and human self-reflection in celebrity culture when many people approve of us we feel good but that should never cloud our thinking or affect our decisions In celebrity culture, we should not live to please the crowd, especially in our career lives, L-I-V-E-S. In celebrity culture, know the nature of the crowds, but don't put your trust in it at all. Celebrity culture is not always convenient, not always comfortable because of the presence of moral excellence. In fact, in celebrity culture, you may be perceived as public enemy number one. Because you're choosing not to go along with the discrimination tendencies of celebrity culture.
And what I've learned about that kind of world is that um, is that Always be willing to go to therapy, counseling, and coaching, and consulting. Because the celebrity culture world can be intellectually taxing, not just emotionally taxing. And so, um... Celebrity culture world can have eating disorders, anxiety disorders, personality disorders, mood disorders. And depression. If those rough realities are prolonged, you can have body image issues as a part of celebrity culture world too. Celebrity culture can have discrimination education and housing discrimination as well. Especially if you're a woman or you're black or you're an abuse survivor or you're Hispanic or you're indigenous or you're LGBTQI plus or if you're labeled disabled or if you are if you have a disease yeah, medical discrimination does exist in celebrity culture, too. And so, um, I have truly learned how not to carry myself in that kind of world. That kind of world does not love anybody. And the only love that you'll get is the very few people of high quality heartedness, high quality heartfulness that exist in such a world. Some people want you to crash and burn. They think that you'll be uh, taking their spot or their success if they actually help you become successful even though they're successful which I think is just severely fucked up and extremely shitty teach myself is that is that I in childhood 
I often felt I was made to feel by the traumatized I was ugly. How does it relate to celebrity culture? Well, a lot of times in celebrity culture, people try to make you feel like you're ugly, but this is what I say to myself. I'm never ugly. I'm never unattractive. I'm never ill-favored. I'm never hideous. I'm never unlovely. I'm never unprepossessing. I'm never unsightly. I'm never horrible. I'm never frightful. I'm never awful. I'm never ghastly. I'm never gruesome. I'm I'm never grisly. I'm never unpleasant. I'm never foul. I'm never nasty. I'm never grim. I'm never vile. I'm never disgusting. I'm never revolting. I'm never repellent. I'm never repugnant. I'm never grotesque. I'm never monstrous. I'm never reptilian. I'm never misshapen. I'm never deformed. I'm never disfigured. I'm never uh, not much to look at. I'm never short on looks. I'm never as plain as a pike staff. I'm never as ugly as sin. I'm never fugly. I'm never fucking ugly. I'm never no oil painting. I'm never huckery, right? Um, society would call me homely. I'm sexy. Society would call me plain and plain featured and plain looking. No, I am naturally gorgeous. I'm intrinsically beautiful. I am innately mouth-watering. I'm absolutely appetizing. Um, because, and to tell you the truth, you know, I'm not displeasing. I'm not disagreeable in a bad way. You know, I'm not shocking in a bad way. I know I'm beautiful and I know I'm attractive. When I was five years old, I was made to feel that I was ugly. I was made to feel like I was unattractive. I was made to feel like I was ill-favored. I was made to feel like I was hideous. I was made to feel like I was plain. I was made to feel like I was plain featured. I was made to feel like I was plain looking. I was made to feel like I was unlovely. I was made to feel like I was unprepossessing. I was made to feel like I was unsightly. I was made to feel like I was displeasing. I was made to feel like I was disagreeable. I was made to feel like I was horrible. I was made to feel like I was frightful. I was made to feel like I was awful. I was made to feel like I was ghastly. I was made to feel like I was gruesome. I was made to feel like I was grisly. I was made to feel like I was unpleasant. I was made to feel like I was foul. I was made to feel like I was nasty. I was made to feel like I was grim. I was made to feel like I was vile. I was made to feel like I was shocking. I was made to feel like I was disgusting. I was made to feel like I was revolting. I was made to feel like I was repellent. I was made to feel like I was repugnant. I was made to feel like I was grotesque. I was made to feel like I was monstrous. I was made to feel like I was reptilian. I was made to feel like I was misshapen. I was made to feel like I was deformed. I was made to feel like I was disfigured. I was made to feel like I was homely. I was made to feel like I was not much to look at. I was made to feel like I was short on looks. I was made to feel like I was as plain as a pike staff. I was made to feel like I was as ugly as sin. I was made to feel like I was fugly. I was made to feel like I was fucking ugly. I was made to feel like I was no oil painting. I was made to feel like I was huckery. I was made to feel like I was not beautiful. I was made to feel like I was not attractive. And I call horseshits.
on all the above. I call bullshits on all the above. I call dog shits on all the above. I call lies on all the above. I say kill that noise to all the above. I kill all that noise. I don't believe the hype when it comes to all the above. That's how I feel now. And because I was made to feel like I was unpleasant or repulsive, especially in appearance, now you understand one of the major reasons why I was engaging in serial womanizing when I was younger. I was made to feel like whenever I didn't have sex, whenever I wasn't surrounded by a woman and when I whenever I wasn't having any physical contact with a woman then somehow I was unpleasant or repulsive especially in appearance that was what how trauma made me think when I was much younger and I recognized that all of those Programming was is pure evil, was pure evil, and is pure evil. So I understand that now. Um, did I ever experience sexual rejection back then? When I, during my time when I was younger in the serial womanizing days, yeah, not every woman wanted me. Some, I tried to, in a gentlemanly way, express interest in a kind-hearted, self-confident, peaceful way. Was I turned down some? Yeah. Did they do it gently? Of course. Did it make me feel ugly? Yes. Do I feel ugly now and forevermore? No, but back then, did I feel ugly? Yes. Um, did I experience romantic rejection at that time because of some women? Yes. Did I, was I, did I feel ugly because of that? Yes. Did I do the gentle chivalry, the gentleman chivalry way and ax them out and they politely turned me down? Yes. Did I feel ugly because of that too? Yes. Do I feel ugly about that now forevermore? No. Do I feel ugly about me being politely turned down by women? No. Back then, yes, I did feel ugly. I don't anymore. And I'm thankful for that. So, um, I remember, um, learning that not everyone finds me attractive. Sexually speaking, not everyone finds me attractive, radically speaking. And I felt ugly because of that. Those rough, those were tough truths that I felt ugly about myself. Now, I no longer feel ugly because some people don't want to have sex with me. Some people don't want to date me. I don't base my self-esteem off other people anymore because that's what trauma taught me and I unlearned all the bad life lessons of trauma so I'm beautiful because of who I am I'm attractive because of my true identity and 
Maybe that's one of the reasons why I wanted to be famous. I felt like if I'm famous, then I can prove to people who felt, who, who tried to make me feel ugly and told me I was ugly, I can prove them all wrong. Now they have nothing to do with any of the reasons why I want to be famous. I want to be famous because I have a servant leadership social entrepreneurship that needs to go global. I don't care about proving anyone wrong anymore because those who don't find me attractive, they don't mean shit to me. What that means is I don't value their misperceptions of me now and forever more. And there were some women that I sexually rejected, romantically rejected, but I did so with politeness and respectfulness because I could tell that I would have ended up on snapped if I were to deal with them. I would have ended up on scorn love kills if I said yes to them. They were those very jealous, very possessive types. But I, but because I was always kind to them, they took it well. And I took it well when the women rejected me. Sexually, romantically, too. So, um, that's what happened um, with that part of my life. And now, I want to get back to celebrity culture. Celebrity culture has acceptance, admiration, adoration, aesthetic emotions, affection, Agitation, agony, amusement, anger, angst, anguish, annoyance, anticipation, anxiety, apathy, arousal, attraction, awe, boredom, calmness, compassion, confidence, confusion, contempt, contentment, courage, cruelty, curiosity, defeat, depression, desire, disappointment, disgust, distrust, doubt, ecstasy, embarrassment, vicarious embarrassment, empathy, emptiness, enthrallment, enthusiasm, envy, euphoria, Excitement, faith, knowledge, fear, flow, frustration, gratification, gratitude, greed, grief, guilt, happiness, hatred, hurrayeth, homesickness, home, hope, horror, hostility, humiliation, hygiene. Hysteria, indulgence, infatuation, insecurity, inspiration, interest, irritation, isolation, jealousy, joy, kindness, loneliness, love, limerence, lust at first sight, love at first sight, lust, mono-aware, neglect, nostalgia, outrage, panic, passion, pity, self-pity, pleasure, pride, grandiosity, instant gratification,
hubris, hybris, insults, vanity, vainglory, rage, regret, rejection, relief, remorse, resentment, revenge, sadness, melancholy, Sawdade. Shot and fruit day. Zinzoot. Sentimentality, shame, shock, shyness, social connection, sorrow, spite. Psychological stress, chronic stress, suffering, surprise, sympathy, trust, wonder, sense of wonder, worry, welch, schmertz, reclusion, pessimism, optimism, nihilism, defeatism, cynicism. Those are aspects of the celebrity culture world. Of course there's more. I might repeat myself slightly, but that's okay. Celebrity culture has love, affection, lust, sexual desire, longing, adoration, fondness, liking, attraction, caring, tenderness, compassion, sentimentality, desire, passion, infatuation, longing, cheerfulness, amusement, bliss, gaiety, glee, jolliness, joviality, joy, delight, enjoyment, gladness, happiness, jubilation, elation, satisfaction, ecstasy, euphoria, Zest, enthusiasm, zeal, excitement, thrill, exhilaration, contentment, pleasure, pride, triumph, optimism, eagerness, hope, enthrallment, rapture, relief, surprise, amazement, astonishment, irritability, aggravation, agitation, annoyance, grouchy, grumpy, crosspatch, exasperation, frustration, rage, anger, outrage, fury, wrath, hostility, ferocity, bitterness, hatred, scorn, spite, vengefulness, dislike, resentment, Disgust, revulsion, contempt, loathing, envy, jealousy, torment, torture, suffering, agony, anguish, hurt, sadness, depression, despair, gloom, glumness, unhappiness, grief, sorrow, woe, misery, melancholy, disappointment, dismay, displeasure, shame, guilt, regret, remorse, neglect, alienation, defeatism, dejection, embarrassment, homesickness, humiliation, insecurity, insult, isolation, loneliness, rejection, sympathy, pity, monotone, aware, horror, alarm, shark, shock, Fear, fright, horror, terror, panic, hysteria, mortification, nervousness, anxiety, suspense, uneasiness, apprehension, fear, worry, distress, and dread. Celebrity culture as fatalism, passive acceptance, resignation, acceptance, acceptance is inevitable, stoicism, defeatism, pessimism, negativism, negative thinking, gloomness, doom and gloom, gloom, predeterminism, predestinarianism, necessitarianism, fate, fatalness, cronyism, nepotism, tribalism, elitism, clanism, cronyism, and um. The belief that all events are predetermined, therefore inevitable. A submissive outlook resulting from a fatalistic attitude. Clickishness, being clubbish, being clannish. And I'll also say that um,
in closing. That celebrity culture is not for the faint at heart. But celebrity culture is meant for celebrity culture positive reformers like myself. Protecting ourselves from self-sabotage and sabotaging of others is what we have to also protect ourselves from. That is how we must be sensitized to celebrity culture. And I say this to women that I kindly rejected. They did feel ugly about themselves. Hopefully they understand themselves to be unconditionally beautiful. I understand that about myself. We didn't always understand it about ourselves. Hopefully that's changed for them. Um, I'm fortunate it's changed for me. So, you know, not everybody finds me attractive. And I know at the time, nobody, not, not everybody found them attractive, not to be mean, but I wasn't the only one that said no. Um, just, you know, we talked about it and, um, they know that not everybody said yes to me. Some people said no to me. They know that. So I'm just glad that I'm not devastated that some people find me to be unattractive. I, that is something that I A-OK. Remember that celebrity culture does have its fair share of Judases. Public Judas's and private Judas's. <laughs> and we have to do our damnest to stay the hell away from the Judas's. And if we can't totally, when it comes to some of them, limit your time and proximity to these Judas's. Because It's obvious that Judas is a fuck-up because he's always fucking up. <laughs>